There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Webcrawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we read your emails and play your voicemails and read your reviews if we have some. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. Guys, I want to start off by saying thank you so much uh, for our live seance. We totaled almost $200, I think. Yeah. And I say let's donate it all to charity. We don't need any of that. We can donate it to uh, the Jane's Foundation um, or whatever it was mm-hmm. called. Jane's Due Process, I believe. Jane's Due Process. And then we will post the donation screenshot so that you know we are not full of shit. <laughs> We're lying. <laughs> and, ju- and just pocketing it to pay for my dog's daycare, although I would like that too. Uh, all right. Do we have any new reviews? We sure do. Wow. This is from Phil Ildelphia Phil. Uh, hello, my favorite favorite ladies. It's your biggest fan, Phil, here. Aww. I can't tell you enough how much I love and enjoy web crawlers. It's literally my all-time favorite podcast. I listen to you awesome people every day of my life since I'm so far behind. I just found out about two weeks ago now, and I haven't stopped listening to you girls since. All day <gasps> at work and on the Ooh. weekends, too. I love, love, love every topic you talk about. You all keep me so involved. I can't wait to hear what Maria will say next. Bye, yes. Pete butthole. <laughs> ha ha ha. Never ever stop doing this, please. I'd be lost without you girls. Melissa, Allie, and Maria, all bringing in this podcast, your avid listener, Phil. Uh, oh, I forgot you used to do that, Maria. I used to do robot voice uh, naughty words. Uh-huh. 
That's right. Yeah, you just go. Yes. Butthole. Butthole. That's right. Butthole by Beetle. By Beetle. Those were the days. Uh, Maria, you'll like this one. Five star. This is from Seglio. Five stars. The best podcast. Craig rules. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He does. This is from Cameron Dallas. One, two, three. Sexiest podcast award. No Mm. other podcast matters. If it ain't Allie, Melissa and Maria, I don't want it. Every time I listen, I feel like I'm rolling with the homies. Wish there was two episodes a day, especially if you have a Bigfoot fetish. I love to la 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 and boy oing while listening. Love you, ladies. I'll read this one because I want to address this because it's been addressed to me. This is from Tenerice. Um and uh every other sentence. I love this pod, but Allie says um and uh every other sentence, and it's kind of distracting and hard to listen to. Notice it in the Salem Witch Trials episode, regardless of the pod. Five stars still. Five still five stars. This has been brought to my attention by <laughs> Melissa and Maria. Melissa edits the podcast, and she Maria and Melissa love very kindly told me, Hey Allie, we're editing out up to one hundred us per episode it's a lot and it's a lot and it's I through don't, no fault of your own it's not i don't do it on purpose no. i also don't no. do it in regular conversation it's something about oh. being in front of a microphone yeah. and you're reading your script and sometimes you lose your place or you go off track or you want to add something and then you say uh i am wor- i'm working on it I you've been doing no. like swimmingly like I don't it's have crazy to edit out anymore uhs or ums it's great i just want you to know listeners i acknowledge it i hear you <laughs> i see you i validate you and i'm trying not to say uh or um i think i've replaced it with another word i'm not sure what the word is I don't you'll think hear it so when- i am i don't know when you record that LuLaRoe episode, I noticed I said there was a word that I said a lot of times, and I think I was saying it instead of uh or um. But Oh, can't wait to figure that one out. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Melissa, do you want to read the one before that? I skipped it. Yes. This is from insert reviewer's name here. Mysterious topics, hilarious hosts. I might be the only person on the planet who didn't have an Apple account, but I signed up for one just to review this podcast. Oh, my God. It is the best. Unsolved mysteries, crazy crime capers, paranormal stuff. Yes, please. But what makes the podcast a gem are the interactions between Melissa, Allie, and Maria and the sharp left turns they take from the subject they're discussing to adjacent sideshows. <laughs> I listen during my walks along the ocean. And people wow. typically look at me with suspicion because of the ridiculous grin this podcast puts on my face. Shut <laughs> up, Michael. How lovely. That's so romantic <laughs> nice of ocean you. ocean walk. Yeah, here's one from Lex W. Proud to be a bimbo. I cannot say enough good things about this pod. It's the perfect blend of mystery, true crime, spooky stories, and delightfully observe ob- absurd observations. I can get my creepy fix while also feeling like I hung out laughing with my besties for a bit. Allie, Melissa, and producer Maria are basically my all-time favorite parasocial relationship. Uh-oh. Take that, Caroline Calloway. And I encourage <laughs> anyone considering giving them a listen to join the club. La, la, la. How nice. That's nice. Thank you, guys. Those Thank are wonderful. You. Should we get into these voicemails? Yeah, we have like, Heck what, 70? Yes. Okay. Here's the first one. Hey, web crawlers. This is Emily from Kentucky. I called... Um, it's been a while, um, but my phone cut off, and Maria asked the person 
with the 606 number to call back. That was me. So I'm calling back like two months later. Thanks, ADD. <laughs> anyway, so I'm so happy someone else has had a ghost dog experience. <laughs> Shout out to Laura from Louisiana. That is awesome. I actually had another ghost dog experience over 4th of July weekend. Um, if you hear um, a caller in the background, that is my friend's dog I'm babysitting. He is my ghost dog. He is very much alive. Um, so I was at my mom's house. It was just me alone in my bedroom. And my ghost dog's a little different. You don't actually see her, but you hear her. She makes noises. You can hear her caller. Um, I've heard her bark before, but this time I heard panting. And she was a um, husky mix and did not like the hot weather. And when it was hot outside, she used to come lay in my room, like right by the air vent or on the air vent, which is in the floor. Aww. So I thought that was kind of cute. Um, at first, I thought it was one of her dogs, and I looked to see where they were, and they were on the complete other side of the house. So um, my ghost Aww. dog's name is Bingo, and she's yeah. still haunting the house. Um, but the original story I called in with back in, I think, like, May or June, I don't even remember, um, is pretty wild. And it sounds like that I'm making this up, and I'm not. And I'm going to have to post some pictures so you guys can get a clear idea of the setup. Um, so when I was in college, um, the University of Kentucky, and I believe it was fall 2011, um, was my last semester of college. Um, I was what I like to call a super senior because it took me over four years to get out of college, but they did that to you on purpose. Yes, so, Van Wilder. Um, one of my friends <laughs> came by uh, my on-campus job, and she, I guess she knew I was a weirdo because she's one too. Um, shout out to Katie. I hope you're doing okay. Um, she said, you hear about the foot stabbing? I'm like, no, what are you foot talking stabbing? about? And she goes, like, yeah, someone was stabbed at the library. I'm like, no. So I asked a few other people about it, and my university was attacked or was plagued, I should say, with a foot stabber. Um, someone was going around the major library on campus, the William T. Young Library, um, which is massive, gorgeous library. And there's a part two... Hey guys, it's Emily. Um, I got cut off with my crazy rambling voicemail. So anyway, the foot stabber, um, <laughs> hit several stabber. times, um, in the fall of 2011. I think it was like two or three times. And then again in the spring of 2012, um, oh I was already gone then. So I missed, um, the excitement, but my husband was actually still in school at the time and he remembered it. Um, but the foot stabber would crawl under these big, long tables. Um, I'll see if I can find a picture of them because it doesn't make sense. Oh my God. The way I'm describing it. You definitely need a photo. So we had these big, long tables in the library where like a hundred people could sit and they were open. So you could, you know, crawl underneath them. So the foot stabber would crawl underneath these tables. He would stab girls. And sandals, like exclusive. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, and it was really scary and weird and just like creepy as fuck that this was happening. Um, and no one wore sandals to the library for like years, probably. Oh my god! Um, it has not happened since 2012. Um, they never caught the person. Um, 
And I think it's probably because there were so many people in one area. Um, the eyewitness accounts were very inaccurate. Um, no one really could give a single description. They were all different. So um, I guess if you want to stab some feet, do it in a college library that's crowded. So that's the footstabber story. It's kind of an infamous story at the University of Kentucky. Um, if you look up UK footstabber or University of Kentucky footstabber, will show up. Uh, kids still talk about it today. Um, next time I go out and I see a college kid, I'm going to strike up a conversation and ask them if they've heard about it. Yeah, it was really scary, just creepy and weird. Um, but I also wanted to say hi to Krista, who's moving from New Jersey to Eastern Kentucky. Girl, that is a hell of a move. Like, I can't even imagine doing that. Um, I don't live in Eastern Kentucky, but I live, like, by an hour or two away. So uh, you should get on the Discord and hit me up. That would Aww. be awesome. Um, and also, if you're in Eastern Kentucky, you'll have to go to the Red River Gorge. It's really fun. I mentioned it in a voicemail before. All kinds of weird shit happens there. And uh, shout out to the uh, goblins from Hillier. Bye. Wow. The Kentucky Footstabber. That's so scary, but also a great reason to never wear sandals. Yeah. Wow. That's... No, that's, that's horrifying. terrifying. Yeah. And like he, they never caught him. So did they like? Would he? They stab him and then just like run off? I guess, and you couldn't that really makes see. No sense. But it's hard to run off when you're under a table. I mean, under like a it table. makes no sense. Maybe they're wearing a mask. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, hmm. That's a message. Hello, this message is for the web crawlers. I live in some problems. Brazil, and you said I love pizza. You have to come to São Paulo and try pizza. So pizza I, from São Paulo. Custom pizza here, which is not what is like pepperoni, but without cheese. It's how they 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 usually eat here. But you have to eat with cheese, mozzarella, and the the pizza is very famous here. So we have a, an Italian neighborhood right beside my house. And they have like decorative cannolis. Anyway, mm. it's really good. Mm. Another thing, my alma mater is the Campi State University of Campinas, and there's like a crazy rumor that they have underground labs and that they have like an ET under there. ET. So I think that there is an episode from, and that's why we drink where they, they cover this. So like, it's really crazy. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. At her, at her alma mater, there's right. rumors that there's an underground bunker or, or some right. testing facility where there's an extraterrestrial and people have seen UFOs or something is what I gathered. Yeah. Where did she say she was from? San Pablo. San Paulo or San, San Paulo, Brazil. Was it Brazil? Oh, Sao Paulo, Brazil. Oh. Because I look, is pizza in Brazil better than Italy? Eating oh, the best what? pizza. I mean, this, maybe it's, we need to take a trip, a web crawler's trip Brazilian to test out some pizza. pizza. I mean, huh. it seems like we do. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get our pizza on. Okay, next message. Hey, this is Tammy. 
I'm the one who started the whole voicemail chain about the Yellow Deli and the 12 Tribes. Oh, hey, and girl. I don't know about the deli because they haven't opened that in Hyannis, but the Common Ground, like you guys talked about the food on the show, and it is good. It's just okay. also that a cult makes it. Sure. <laughs> and I know about cults because I grew up in the Jehovah's Witness oh. religion, which is actually mostly a cult. So, but I really would love you guys to do an episode of that, especially since there's so many people calling in who have had experience or heard about this place when this cult. We did it. So, we did it. It'd be awesome. La, la, la. Yeah, we did the episode. She, yeah. We sure did. Did and done, baby. Okay, next message. Hi, this is a message for the web crawlers. Uh, this is Laura again. And I've told this story before to another podcast, but they never talked about it. But I figured um, I'd tell you because it is very interesting. Okay. Um, back in 2012, there was a girl um, named Mickey Shunick who went missing. Um, she was riding her bike early in the morning. Uh, she was like 21 or 22, I think. Uh, she was riding her bike and someone in a truck hit her, oh, no. stole her bike and kidnapped her. Um, she was never seen again. And I remember it was such a big deal because, uh, her face was like everywhere. Like, have you seen her? It was a big case because so many people thought that she was alive somewhere. Um, sadly, she uh, she was murdered. Um, and the guy's name is. Hang on, I don't know. I don't remember the bastard's name. He doesn't deserve to be remembered. Uh, yeah. Mickey deserves to be remembered, not him. But his name is Brandon Laverne. But basically, he hit her and kidnapped her and stole her bike. Dumped her bike, I think, in the Whiskey Bay. Oh my God. I think that's where it was dumped and some fishermen found the bike and that's how they knew that she didn't run away. Something bad happened to her. Um, she was missing for months and I was in Brobridge at my aunt's house, which is kind of close to Lafayette. And we were watching the news and we saw that Mickey Shunick's killer was caught. And as soon as his picture, his mugshot came up on the, um, the stream my aunt, her her face went white. She covered her mouth and she like looked like she was about to throw up. Oh no! Um, she told us he was there the same night at uh, he was at the emergency room where she worked. Um, the same night that Mickey went missing, and he had like stab wounds oh. um, on him, and he had told her this sob story about how he was a veteran. And that he got mugged. Um, my aunt said, Oh, thank you so much for your service and oh, had like no. conversation with him. But it turns out that the stab wounds were actually defensive wounds from Mickey trying to fight back. <gasps> oh, um, God. That oh, same my night. God. So, jeez. Due to this, Jesus. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. This is Laura again. Uh, part two, because, um, thanks voicemail. I wasn't done talking. That was extremely rude of you to cut me <laughs> off like that. Um, anyway, um, so that's like really insane. And she was, my aunt was so upset because she's like, that was the exact same night. And he had stab wounds. And I believed him when he said that he was mugged. 
And it, it was just insane just to, to know that the wounds that you're patching up on somebody who you didn't know was a murderer came from his victim. Like even yeah. you just didn't oh, know about geez. it. That's like, yeah. honestly, I, I would probably never go back to work ever again after learning that. But, um, scary. That was one of the like biggest cases that got me into true crime because it was just so insane to me. I was 14, 13, 14 at the time. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all I had to say. Uh, love you guys. Mwah, 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 la la la, and uh, a honk, a honk, a honk. Okay, all right, bye bye. <laughs> a honk, a honk, a honk. Wow, what a sad, crazy story. That's insane. Uh... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, um, this message is for the web crawlers. Um, sorry about calling and then immediately hanging up. I got really nervous when I heard the beep. Oh my god, uh, you guys are just so cool. I really love the podcast. I'm probably eventually going to call in about some really freaky sleep paralysis episodes I had. Um, possible alien abductions. They get really weird. I don't have my thoughts gathered right now. I'm very anxious. Is that a clock ticking? It sounds yeah, like one of those metronome so things. I'm from West Michigan. Shout out to Melissa. Shout out Michigan. And then my sister actually lives in Thousand Oaks, California. Oh, which, hey. Which, like, I travel to all the time and, like, low Oh, my God, let's, let's hang out. <laughs> Not, like, in a creepy way. That sounds really bad. 
And then I guess for just like a Maria related fact, um, my mm. mom and her seven sisters are all named Maria. What? Actually. Wait, what? Because what? I guess it's um, some sort of tradition down in Mexico where my mom is from, um, at least back then in like the 60s, um, to name all of your daughters after um, the Virgin Mary. Whoa. Wow. Um, so that's kind of interesting. They're all named Maria. Yeah. So that's like, incredibly it's really confusing, interesting. So they all just go by their middle name. <laughs> uh, which I guess might be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's actually the most interesting thing yeah, I've ever I'll heard, to be honest. Some other time <laughs> and talk to you guys about my freaky alien sleep paralysis things. Um, they're really scary. Um, all right. Well, you guys have a good one. This is uncomfortable. I think that's my favorite, my new favorite listener. That's <laughs> what was the name? Did he say his name? I don't think he said his name. Oh, oh my Michigan. god, say your say your name next time. I love you. Okay, next message. This message is for the web crawlers. I think you just help um, pronouncing something. And I think, Miss Allison, I think you can help me pronounce this because you, you're into kind of this stuff from what I've heard in the podcast. And I wanted to know, is it pronounced Hecate or Hecate? Because, like, I say it like how I would say avocado, aguacate. Uh. So is it Hecate or Hecate? Uh, it's a Greek myth thing and it's a yeah. witchy thing and I figured you might know. So if you could clear that up, that would be great. And or did I just like pronounce it completely wrong? Um I've only <laughs> ever read it and I heard a British yes. person like say it and I'm like, is that how you're supposed to say it? Or is it just because they're being British? So if you could help me out and uh have a nice day guys, bye. She's saying Takate? No, 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 no. It's a it's a goddess. It's like a witchy goddess uh, oh. who you might like worship or pray to. And no joke, I literally the other day was wondering the same thing because in my head, I, I was calling her Hectate. And then oh. I looked at the spelling and I realized that Hectate. That's not. I Okay, so it's spelled Hectate. Hecate. Hecate. Yeah. Do you want to play this YouTube? How was I an IT technician? I don't know how to do anything. <laughs> Hecate. 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 There you Hecate. go. I'm actually glad we talked about that because I have literally been wondering it. Well, there you go. Hecate. Because I was actually, look, I'll tell you why. I was looking at uh, Mother Maiden Crone necklaces or rings on Ooh. Etsy. Ooh. Fancy. Oh, speaking of rings, I want to shout out the Ring Crush girls. Oh, yeah. Melissa, very rudely, has never given us the <laughs> presents that you sent to us. But I'll, I'll without, give them to you eventually. <laughs> sure. Without me even realizing, I bought a bunch of stuff from your store. I was looking at crystal rings because I had, I, there was just, I wanted to have a fluorite ring and a citrine ring. I looked it up on Etsy. Your shop had the best reviews. I bought wow. a bunch of rings and then I opened the package and I was like, oh my God, these are the Ring Crush Girls because you wrote me a very nice note and you also uh, sent me a very beautiful necklace that I have been wearing. Unfortunately, I just took it off because I bought a second necklace, a Dolly Parton necklace, 
and I've been wearing it. And the Dolly Parton necklace left a green mark on oh, my neck. Oh, no. Whoa. <laughs> so I took off both the necklaces and I'm going to give my neck a thorough cleaning. But thank you so much. I love your merchandise so much. It is so yeah, beautiful. Great stuff. It is the Dolly Parton necklace was not from Ring Crush, correct? No, that yes, thank you for clarifying. The Dolly Parton necklace was not from Ring Crush, it was from another store that I don't know the name of. And I love the necklace, it's just clearly not one of those things I can wear when I shower or bathe, or you know, I should take it off sometimes. I I usually Mm. wear all my jewelry nonstop. Mm. Um, but thank you so much. I, I am a huge fan of you guys, and I highly suggest if you want any crystal rings or jewelry check out the ring crush store on etsy not an ad not a sponsored post okay next message hi web crawlers i am calling pretty late at night so i might regret this Uh but i was listening to your episode about scams and i just have something that i need to talk about because it really pisses me off and i think it's a scam but let me know what you guys think so i work in in the t-shirt business i make t-shirts like graphic t-shirts and there are these companies that i keep on seeing on instagram (laughs) like fresh clean teas names like that and they sell these t-shirts like packages of t-shirts like i don't know like three t-shirts for like forty dollars and it's like a subscription okay all they do is that they buy bulk next level t-shirts and they cut the tags off and then they print their logo as a tag these t-shirts cost them two bucks, three bucks, and they sell them oh. a pack of three for like $40. And you, you'll see these ads on Instagram. I'm sure people have seen them. Where they'll say, they're usually men's t-shirts. They'll say, my guy, you know, he used to have man boobies and then he bought these t-shirts and he looks so good. It's a fucking scam. Don't fall for it. Wow. So that's my cup of tea. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, talk to you later. That sounds illegal. Like, that's like if I made something and then someone just cut off the tag, yeah. put their own tag on, and then sold it. That doesn't sound legal. Yeah. That That's a scam right there. I'm pissed. I'm <laughs> pissed. I'm pissed. Hi, web callers. I just called about the t-shirt scammers. <laughs> and I'm calling back because I feel like I was very vague about some things. And I need to get the point across. All right. They buy T-shirts, <laughs> say that they make them, yeah. but they buy them for like two, three dollars. Yes. They cut the tags off and then they print yeah. their own yeah. logo. Yeah, the same, same voicemail, but I like it. They made them and then they sell them. Follow, yes. Like I said, like three or four T-shirts for like forty bucks. You can't believe like, it. Like I just think that's freaking ridiculous. Yeah, and I need to get the word out. Do not buy subscription t-shirts. Don't do it. They will not make your man boobies go away. No. They're just taking your money. Yes. And spending very little to make. Uh All right? With that being said, I'm done calling you. <laughs> oh no, that might have so that just funny. Got, that might have just kicked the other guy out of the running as my funny. favorite listener of the day. Oh, wait, we have another voicemail from this from scammer. her. Hi, colors. It's me, the girl who talks about the t-shirt scammer. <laughs> calling again when I said I wasn't going to call again. I just didn't oh, feel God. right about the last message where I made it seem like having man boobies was a bad thing. <laughs> okay, so please don't ever let someone advertise something to you by making you feel bad about your 
body. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's all. yes. For real this time. Okay, bye. Thank you. Thank you for your public her. service. Yeah, because actually, to be honest, probably some narc would call in and be like, um, you guys are body shaming people on the podcast and uh, <laughs> some narc, narc dork. Narc dork. Saying she said like I, she was pretty vague in the first one and then just saying the ex- <laughs> she wasn't vague at all in the first one. No. So the second one is just the same information. I know. I but think she, she was, was even doing angrier. that on purpose. I think it was the fun. I think she's the funniest comedian I've ever I've ever experienced. That's a funny that bit. That was great. That was a good. That was bit. a great bit. It was great. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> on to the next. Hello. This oh. here Miss. Oh, nice. Web crawlers. Hey, uh, Jeff. This here's Jeff. Uh, hi, Alex. How are you? I'm doing so good. good. How are you? Oh. I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I done left a message a little while ago about my premonition dream. Yes. And y'all were like, I don't know. I guess <laughs> it is. I don't know. Like, but someone tells you that McDonald's sells a birthday cake and Maria unleashes the web crawler satellite into space. <laughs> Melissa's got 14 screens open, finding out which ones in California's got birthday cakes. Allie's on the phone interviewing the people that invented cakes and birthdays. <laughs> I used to think I was a priority. You are oh, a priority. You are a priority. I love y'all. All right, then. Bye. I don't remember... What his call was? I don't remember what his call was. It either, sounds which like probably like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Interesting. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. Uh oh. What up, babe? It's your girl. Hey. Yeah, I, I, I did not call to talk about pizza, but I feel like we should just get this out of the way. I have so many strong opinions about pizza. I agree that it's, like, air. Like, you can just eat a whole one and be ready for yeah, another yeah. one in, like, a minute. But um, I just, I, I, I honestly could go on about this for days. Just, but I need to put you on to something that my boyfriend did for me in college. Like, he was like, I'm going to make you breakfast. I'm going to make you a pizza omelet. And I was like, what the fuck? Ooh. And let me tell you, <laughs> you chop up the pizza and you, like, scramble an egg and, like, mix it together and put it in a pan. And it's, like, oh, if oh you're a God. pizza aficionado, I highly recommend. Like, please, try it Whoa, and tell me if you good. do. It's so, so, so fucking good. Holy but, shit. Um, anyway, I needed to tell you, I, I, think, I think I had a glitch in my matrix. Um, glitch in my matrix. So, like, I just recently went on vacation to Colorado and... Oh my gosh, I feel like everything, I'm like out of breath. Everything has been so chaotic the past like three weeks. We had a power outage, we had to get a new fridge, it like happened while we were packing and leaving, but I still Uh think I was quite organized. We had a chef stick, okay? We had like, (laughs) sorry you guys. Um, So we had this, we had a chef stick, we get home from vacation, I unpack all of our shit. We were like, I don't use chef stick, I I vape weed and I smoke weed so like I don't want shit on my lips like all the time so like we were in Colorado it was really dry because we were like biking and hiking and like (laughs) breathing (laughs) I I guess (laughs) my lips were so chapped they were like peeling anyway so we were me and my boyfriend were sharing the chapstick and we get home from vacation and like have to go buy a new fridge 
So I get in his car to go to Menards. And, like, I had already unpacked, put everything away, whatever. I find, like, from when I was driving, I left, like, suckers and the chapstick in the middle console of the car. So I get in the car, and there's the chapstick. But I open my fanny pack that I had with me on vacation, and the fucking chapstick was in there. And I recorded it because I lost my mind. I was like, I, I'm having a time slip. Like, it's a Burt's Bees Cucumber Mint chapstick. And, like, we only have one. And I don't, I don't use chapstick. So I was like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? And I was, like, telling it to my boyfriend. I'm like, I know you think I'm crazy, but I think we had a time slip. I think my matrix, my glitch, I gl- I'm, I'm glitching. Something's happening. And he was like, if you can describe the mechanics of the time slip to me, then I'll believe you. Which I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I, I feel like it's been- <laughs> I think there's a part two. There is a part two, yes. Thank God. Thank God. This message is for the web crawlers. Um, <laughs> yes. Cha- chaos, ladies. Uh, sorry for the part two, but as as we all know, this isn't my first rodeo, but all I really called back to say was um, I, I did actually go to my first rodeo on Friday the 15th, and I was very excited about having the opportunity to say it was my first rodeo, and that also would be fun. that night I saw a shooting star across the sky. It might have been a comment, but um, anyway, I really just called to tell you about the chapstick, and I freaked out. Um, oh, oh, and then that the, the night after I found the chapstick, I had a dream that I bought that chapstick in a three-pack and found the receipt. Like... <laughs> Stop fucking with me. I, I, whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's all. Uh, just call the call back to give you a proper goodbye. Love you. Bye. Wow. That you just wow. Take a nap. What a journey. <laughs> I think we have the the funniest listeners of any podcast. We really do. It's hours and hours of entertainment. Yes. We've got one voicemail left for the day. Hi, this is Amber Leah from Oregon again. My family and I were talking and we would love for you guys to do an episode on the Kitty Cabin murders. Um, Mostly because like my family has really close ties um, to Ketty itself. Um, I have some distant family that owns Ketty still to this day. Um, and, you know, it would just be a really cool show to cover. Um, there's so much that's, I mean, geez, there's not the murders themselves, but like there's, you know, corruption with the police department. There's, you know, all these rumors. Um, one of the victims was, um, kidnapped and then her remains were found like four years later. It's just like, it's such a trippy case. And, um, there's a couple movies like loosely based on it. I know Cabin 28 was like based on it, but they got a lot like that they switched, you know, just to be cinematic or whatever. Um, but also like the movie Strangers is kind of loosely based on the murderers. Um, yeah, we just really want you to cover them. So it would be awesome. Um, I love your show and because I don't want to be overwhelming, even though they want me to, (laughs) this is week one of asking you guys to cover the Keddy cabin murders. So I guess week I'll call in and ask again until you guys do it. Wow. Okay. And each week I will give you a little tidbit of information on the murders themselves. So this week, the tidbit is, 
Oh gosh, I just had a brain fart. Tina <laughs> 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 is her name. Tina Sharp. Um, they thought that she may have been the crime victim um, and the you know the target. Um, her school teacher had a huge crush on her, and it was found out later that he was kind of a pervert. So Uh-oh. there's your little tidbit of info for this week. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye. Ooh. I added the Ketty murders to a list of topics to cover. I wonder if like, I could do it the next episode or we wait for all her little tidbits to come in. Or we could just interview her. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Very we good. just wait. We just wait. For, we, we wait forever. Now you're thinking. Now we're thinking. The Kenny murders. I'd never heard of them. A quadruple homicide yeah, from 1981 in Ketty, California crazy. at the rural resort town in Jeez. Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Her Scary. family like owns part of the town or like owned a hotel or something there. Yeah. We should do it and interview her. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, so if you're, when you're listening to this, please email us, uh, so we can get in contact with you yes. and either get your information or just interview you if you're interested. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. I think that's, uh, murder she wrote. Um, please continue to call in. Uh, and thank you guys for just being so funny. And we're so lucky to just have listeners who remind us so much of ourselves. You really, really <laughs> crack us up and we love, well, I don't love the Discord because every time I talk in the Discord, immediately everyone starts talk stops talking. But no. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love interacting with you guys. Otherwise, anyways, I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton, and I producer Maria. Bye. Bye. Original. Powered by ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.